Hi, everyone. It is Marilyn Laurie, and welcome to Who Can It Be Now? You know, I realize we don't have like a real standard intro for this show. Like, hi, this is the podcast that's going to tell you how to live a multidimensional life in a life, in a world. No, I don't know. I just tried. I tried. That's why I don't have one because it wouldn't work very well because I'm always changing. I'm always growing. I'm always expanding. And I, I don't stay still. I never stay still. So who can it be now is like, what the fuck can it be now? Is more what the title of the podcast should be. What the fuck can it be now? Anyway, I was doing so much better with cursing, except on the tennis court. Well, today's podcast, we're going to be talking about using your higher self and your intuition. Uh, we're going to be talking about how psychic you are and how you can really use that to help you to define your life. And I'm going to share a couple of stories and uh, we're just going to get into a nice little conversation here. I don't think it's going to be a very long podcast, but I just felt the need to talk to you guys since yesterday. And um, I had a little time right now and I'm like, oh, I'm going to do a podcast. I'm also sporting a haircut. So I figured it was, you know, somebody blow dried my hair. So I should probably get on camera and, and use it for goodwill. Every time I used to go get my hair done with this other hairdresser, she'd be like, do you want me to blow dry your hair or do you want me to curl it? I'm like, why? I'm going home going to be putting it in a ponytail. You don't need to do any of that stuff. She curled it one day and I was in the car and then drove home. And I'm like, yeah, that was like a waste of 10 minutes of my life having you curl my hair. So anyway, it looks pretty. It looked very pretty. Um, so what do I want to talk to you about today? I did tell you that I was going to have talk to you about paranormal things. And um, I wanted to share more of my own paranormal experiences as they happen. And the reason why I never share them is because they're part of my everyday life. And I'm sure they're part of your everyday life too. And maybe some of you are just opening up to them. And I know when you just start opening up to them, they're really cool. It's like, oh, wow, that was really cool. And um, so I wanted to share a couple of those. And then I wanted to talk about the importance of being in touch with your higher self and your intuition when you're making decisions. And we'll talk a bit about that and a new workshop that I'm um, thinking about putting together and asking people the names of the titles. And then uh, we'll see what else wants to come. Oh, yeah. And how you can screw yourself up when you go outside of yourself and ask other people what they think. So I have a couple of stories that hit me the other day. And I was like, you know, I really need to tell that story. First thing is the paranormal experiences. So I am really, really, really psychic, like crazy psychic. And I forget how psychic I am because I just forget, but it's so much so, and you guys may relate to this. I'm not saying this, like, look at me. I don't do that. I do it as a, a frame of reference. Right. Um, so I could just be thinking about some random person, my phone's in the other room. And then I go to my phone and there's a text from them and I hadn't heard them from them for a while. So things like that happen to me all the time. And, uh, this week, so it's been happening again and, um, it's really kind of like really cool. And I, I know why it's happening. So I think it was, uh, Wednesday night, I had a dream that my neighbor was having a party and they were having like setting up for this really great party and they didn't invite me. And I was like, why didn't they invite me? And, um, in my dream, I was like, oh, maybe it was because I saw him out on the, uh, out in the street and we didn't talk. We looked at each other across the driveways. They're not really driveways, they're carports. And, um, we didn't say anything to each other. So that was the dream I had. So I woke up that morning did my day. And that night they were having a party. Now I knew nothing about the party. I don't hear anything. I have no idea, but I'm like, there's somebody's having a party outside. And I didn't really get out of my bed because I was reading and doing stuff. And then I was like, Ooh, I remember my dream. And I was like, I wonder if they're having a party. 
And I went outside and they were having a party and I was like, damn, I'm so freaking psychic. I got to remember this stuff. I got to remember that I'm psychic and I'll tell you why in a second. So then the other thing that happened is it was yesterday, Monday. And I was thinking, um, this place that I take my dogs for boarding, um, I was wondering, and I only took my dogs there once, right? And then unfortunately things happened with Micah and I couldn't go back there. And um, they were really, really nice about it. I called them and I had to cancel because I was getting them used to the place and I really liked the place. And they were so gracious and nice about it and everything. And um, I was thinking to myself, I was like, did they send me a card? Because I got a card from, you know, different people, the vet, the, the therapy vet. And I was like, I don't think so. Why would they send me a card? He was only there once. And then that day I went to my mailbox. It was a Monday, went to my mailbox. And guess where I had a card from? The boarding facility. And I even, I'm skeptical, which some of you are like, well, you probably saw that in the mailbox and it was there and then you forgot, you know, those, those types of people. That's like what my brother would sound like. But no, I looked at it and the postmark was Saturday. So I know that it wasn't there because they mailed it on Saturday. That was the postmark. And I didn't, then Sunday happened and I didn't go in the mailbox until Monday afternoon. So I was like, you got to remember this. And the reason why I have to remember this, and this is why I was making a decision about something. And I was thinking about it and like, the, I can't even remember what the decision was. And I was like, wait a second. I heard my guide say, why don't you just go into your own psychic ability and get the answer? Why do you constantly like, you don't even have to come into meditation. Now I know I don't have to go into meditation to talk to them, but why don't I just use my own psychic visions to answer this question. And I was like, you know what, you're right. And I do that with a lot of things in my life. I really do. I feel my way into them. Like I'm not going to go here. I'm not going to friends with this one. I'm not going to go into a partnership with that one. You know, I do it for the most part, but you can't do it 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Otherwise I don't know why we'd be on the earth plane because you'd, you'd be having psychic experiences. And I got to tell you sometimes psychic experiences, you'll have a psychic experience or your guides will say, go this way and go that way. And it's not the best experience, or you think it's not the best experience. And you're like, why did my guide send me that way? Or I'm not here in my guides. I must've heard them wrong. But really what's happening is it's the perfect experience for the next setup of what has to happen. So you had to learn something in that moment in order for the next thing, for the growth that you need. So, but it's been really cool. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. So I've been pausing more pause, pause, pause is what I need to learn sometimes. And I'll tell you another story. Pause, ask yourself, tap in, use clairvoyancy, which is in your third eye, use clairaudience in your throat chakra, use empathic feelings. What does it feel like? Use clairsentience to me. That's the third chakra. It's in the third chakra, which is intuition for me, clairsentience, sensing. Use claircognizance, which is in a multiple amount of chakras for me. Um, but pause. Or you know what you could do is you could do a clairvoyancy thing and be like, okay, I have to make a decision. You can't be attached to the outcome. That's the biggest thing. I've been I'm teaching um, detachment and next level living right now because we're doing the quantum field of about, I don't like the word quantum because I'll tell you why in a second. We're doing, um, I can't remember the title of the, the class. And I can't remember the title of the class because we're doing, working with words and how words don't matter and words keep us in a linear way. So I'm teaching the multidimensional languaging so I can't remember the title of the class for some reason. And I realized I just did the meditation for it for them. It's the quantum field of abundance, I think is what it is. I'm going to look it up. But the reason why I can't remember it, because I just did the meditation and I went to name the meditation and I was like, what's the name of this class again? When I started the meditation, I was like, hey, everyone, it is the meditation for. And I was like, wait, what's the name of the class again? And I can't retain it. 
And I come up with these class names. Nobody else does. <laughs> I don't have somebody writing the class names for me. So the reason is, is because our words can get us so confused and so stuck. So I'm going to look it up now just because in real time with all of you, and I don't think, you, hopefully you don't mind. Um, classes. Oh, your quantum relationship with abundance. And the reason why I don't like the word quantum is because it's an overused word. I don't like overused words and they get attachments. So there's attachments on words so that we don't get to have a pure experience with them. That's why our guides usually speak to us in vibration and we interpret it into words because we're interpreting it through our life language, right? Our life experience, our soul, um, symbolic language of our soul, but they're speaking in vibration and we're interpreting it through the vibration, what we see, hear, feel, sense, and know through our words. So um, instead of quantum, I like the field of possibility. So I invite all of you to rename it your own way in whatever it wants. And so we just did this really, really cool meditation where I took them into space, the field of possibilities, but we went through a word and went into the space and went into a symbol and uh, went into the space of our bodies and found the space between the space which is where all the, the um, abundance is a hard word too, right? Because everybody has so much attached to abundance, but where possibilities lay, where things experience solution, greatness, expansion, growth, all these wonderful things are in the space between the space. Because when you go into the space between the space, you're letting go of attachment. So I asked them when they went into the space to let go of past, present, and future what they know to be true, what they think they know to be true for the future, their past experiences, any linear experience, and they had to go in into nothingness and play. So I invite all of you, but what is the reason of saying that is I really want to teach people uh, to surrender and not be attached. So if you have a question, I'm so glad they brought me back to the original thought because I was like, where the F did I go? Um, so if you have a question about your life, right, or a question you want to ask, you can play with clairvoyancy. You could be like, all right, I want to know if I should buy this course. And then you could look around and scan. You could set your timer for like 10, 15 seconds. And then when the timer goes off, wherever your eyes land, that's the symbolic answer to your question. Now, it may not be a full-on answer, but it'll give you meaning. Look, we could play it now. I, I never know what I'm doing on these podcasts. And thank you for being so patient with me. Because when I teach, when they teach through me, and it's so different in Next Level Living, it's a whole other level. And they're used to me, but also it's very, um, very organized, very organized in Next Level Living. It is not like the podcast where I'm like, jit, 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 jit. don't do that. No, 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 no. It's an organized subject with organized, expansive thinking and teaching. Okay. So I'm going to um, ask a question, think of a question that you have, and we're going to use clairvoyancy. I'm going to play this with you because if I don't, then sometimes I go too fast, but I don't have a question. Let me come up with a question. Okay. I have a question. Now, if it's a yes or no question, you may have difficulty in getting the answer as a yes or no, but it doesn't matter if it's a yes or no question, because we'll play with it anyway. If it's a uh, the way to get around yes or no question. So I'm asking about an event that I was invited to. Um, and I'm asking, should I go to this event, right? Shoulds are not a great way to title a question, but I'm going to play with it anyway to see what happens for me. But you could say, what do I need to know about going to this event? Or would this event really be um, a value to me? Will I, um, and I think any event is a value, even if it sucks, because you learned something about it, probably that you went against your intuition and that you went. So think of a question. 
Okay, and then scan everything around you. Stop. What did symbol did you fall upon? Okay, what is that symbol? Okay, so I'm going to do it real time with you. I fell on my microphone. Where did you get that microphone? Or what is the reason you got that? What is the reason? So if it's something in nature, you want to go to what is a memory of that symbol? That's what I'm basically doing right now. What is the memory of that symbol? So if it's like a leaf, oh, you might have a memory about leaves. Like I have the memory of the willow trees in my grammar school and how much I love them. And I used to stand under them and I felt safe. So if it's a um, tissue box, maybe you have a specific memory about a tissue box. We all have memories of something. And if you think like, I don't have a memory about anything, you want to be one of those people, that's fine. Make up a story. Okay. So you may have to pause this and do this on your own because I'm just going to go. So there's not a lot of white noise on the freaking podcast. So the microphone was a really big moment for me because um, I was doing webinars. I don't even think I bought it for the podcast and investing in equipment. I was invest, I invest a lot in my business and getting the right microphone. And I already had a microphone and I was trying to get that microphone to work. And I'm always budget conscious, you know, even though I invest a lot in myself, I'm budget conscious. I watch my, like I'm like, spent money here, da, 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 you know? And um, I was like, fuck, I just want to get this other microphone to work. I've got the screen da, da, da. and I couldn't get it to work because the cord, I probably could have bought a new cord. Who the heck knows? But I also get impatient. I'm like, the heck with this. I'm not going to go looking for a frigging cord. Just buy another microphone. That's where I go next. Right. Cause I do spend money. So it was a moment in time for me where I decided to do something that was a value for myself. And I just said, fuck it. I'm buying it. I'm buying the next best thing, buying the next microphone that's better for me. And it's been proved to be a very good microphone here. I'll put it on video so you can all see it. It does have a little bit of a phallic shake shape. So it might not be male friend. I don't know. Well, who knows these days, right? So I'm not even going to go there because I'll be politically incorrect and I don't want to do that. I don't have enough knowledge to, um, to say the right things. Uh, so anyway, so the memory of that. So what would that be saying about my question? Well, it could be saying that this might be a great opportunity for me. It might be something that um, going there would open up doors and I would meet people and create relationships and stuff like that. So the next thing you want to ask yourself is, do you like the item? How does it make you feel? Does it make you feel good? Does it make you feel happy or does it make you feel sad? So you want to ask that next question. So you could pause now and ask yourself that question. Does it make me feel good? No, I actually need another mic. <laughs> I need one that I don't constantly hit the desk and make that horrible sound. I need one that floats in the air, but I'm too, it's not, this isn't even about money. This is about, it's number 103 on the priority list of my business right now. That's what it's about. It's that I keep forgetting or that I have to buy something else. So that's the reason why. So uh, how do I feel about it? I feel like, oh, it's work. It's work. So what is that telling me? Well, the honest truth is uh, traveling to this retreat, I may go, but it could be work. And that's the reason why I'm not going. That's the hesitation because I've got my personal retreat that I'm doing the last week in October. And I'm not a big, great traveler. And this would be like five days after that. And knowing my personality and how I do things and the way I care about my animals, I don't know that I'd want to turn around and travel that soon. So it would be work. It might be work. So it may not be worth it. So what else would you want to ask yourself about it? What is the actual representation of the symbol? 
So what I mean by that is what do microphones do? What do leaves do? What do leaves do for trees? I don't even know. You'd have to Google it. Don't they add like air and something to the tree? What do tissue boxes do? What do water containers do? What do butterflies do? So you could Google it actually and ask, like, find out what does it do? So what do microphones do? Microphones, well, to be honest with you, I get to stay in the comfort of my own home and reach all of you. So I know what it's telling me and I'm going to tell you in a second. So microphones are great because they allow me to do this podcast. I can do webinars. I, you know, clients that can't hear the microphone on the computer isn't as great as the microphone when it's attached. So it allows me to clearly communicate my message, clearly communicate my message. If this microphone was to sing me a song, so this is your next question. If the symbol was to sing you a song, what would it sing to you right now? So I'm going to get quiet and listen so you can get quiet and listen. Okay. Mine's saying my, I'm a little teapot. I'm a little teapot. I hope you're finding the comedy in all of this. I am a little teapot. So uh, I need to look at the lyrics. Give me the lyrics. I'm a little teapot, short and stout. Here's my handle. Here's my sprout. When the water's boiling, hear me shout, tip me over, pour me out. I know what this is telling me. I'm a little teapot, short and stout. Here's my handle. Here's my sprout. I can change my handle or my sprout. Spout, tip me over, pour me out. I'll say that slower because it's important. I can change my handle or my spout, tip me over, pour me out. I'm a little snowman. Where'd the snowman come from? I don't remember any of this. Short and fat. Here's my broomstick. Here's my hat. When the jolly sunshine comes to stay, then I slowly melt away. Now, maybe I was supposed to find those specific, because I don't know if those are those the, the lyrics. I can't pause this. I did this on StreamYard. So normally if it was on Zoom, I would pause it. Um... Oh no, that's a different song. So you don't want to take, I'm a little teapot, lyrics. You don't want to take anything for granted, right? Because um, that came up for a reason. So here I found the actual lyrics. So this is very important to me. So if you Google the lyrics, right? And that just happened. It said, I'm a little snowman, short and fat. Here's my broomstick. Here's my hat. When the jolly sunshine comes to stay, then I slowly melt away going to tell you what this all means for the reading for me. I don't take that for granted that that's the one I came upon because I had difficulty pulling up one. So then I go to the actual lyric. I found it and it actually ends with, I'm very special pot. This is true. Here's an example of what I can do. I can change my handle and my spout, tip me over and pour me out. Um, and I know what this is telling me. Part of my hesitation for going to this event, I love the person who's running it. I think he's a great person, but I don't necessarily like the people he attracts. I find them, and I've been in in masterminds with these people. I find them, they're a little bit competitive, not very nice. It's a different type of world. I actually did a short little reel yesterday. I've been writing a post. I really, if you want to follow me or friend me on my personal Facebook page, come over there. And I I don't accept all friend requests, but um, I'm doing a lot on my personal Facebook page. And I did a, I did a reel yesterday. I didn't put it up yet about the, but I did a post about the in-between. I think I put it on my Instagram page too. And how, where are the people that fall in between? And trust me, you're going to understand the reading in a second. So, and I'll tell you how to do your own reading. Um, So the in-between is I'm not woo-woo. I really cannot stand ungrounded woo-woo people. I have no patience for them at all. I think that they're full of bullshit. I'm not talking like 
spiritual people that, you know, playing with magic and everything. I'm talking about the woo-woo people that just want to tell you how woo-woo they are. And then I'm not super, super practical business that I'm just like hardcore, hard up business. I'm the in-between. And I wrote a whole post about it. And I was like, where are my in-between people? The people that play in the spiritual field and also play in the business field. And they're in the middle. And all these like beautiful people run in and said, I'm here, I'm here. So I did a reel about it yesterday because I was starting to uh, reach out to people. I'm like, I need, I need to make some connections with some business people. So I went into this group I'm in and I connected with two people. And I noticed like, I, I have this thing sometimes, I go into these very hardcore business situations and I feel a little bit like a misfit, right? I feel like a misfit. And I know a lot of you can relate to this. And then I go into the woo-woo space and I feel like a fucking misfit, man. There's no two ways about it. I'm a misfit. I am not sitting there with light and love. I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up. That's me. So I'm not like that. Trust me. I'm just thinking of an event. I went with a bunch of woo-woo people and I was like, I just started becoming a chameleon like them. And then it just was not a good experience. So the in-between, I'm the in-between. And I wrote like, wow, you know, I've got to like get even more comfortable now with the in-between. Where are my people? And so this, what this reading is telling me is that it could be a good experience if I'm going to be ready for the lyrics again. Ready, ready, ready. Oh, why did I close them out? I do things like that. Here. So I could go to this event and I could be just me. Loving me. I'm a little teapot, short and stout. Here's my handle. Here's my spout. When I get all steamed up, hear me shout, tip me over and pour me out. I'm a very special pot. This is true. Here's an example of what I can do. I can change my handle. Don't want to do that. And my spout, tip me over and pour me out. So it's telling me that if I was to go, I'd really have to stand in the power of who I am. Otherwise, I'd be that snowman and all the nonsense around me would melt me away and I would get, I would hide or something, right? So normally when I don't go to a lot of in-person events like this, and when I do, I don't usually like them. I don't usually like them. They're usually very, this one isn't going to be that way because I know the guy and he gives a lot and he's phenomenal. I love him so much. He's such a good person, but I was in his mastermind and and I'm friends with some of those people and I don't really like them, to be honest with you. Um, Some of them I'm okay with, obviously, that's why I'm friends with them. So the microphone is telling me you can go speak your truth, be who you are which I've done in events. And it's a very interesting experience. It's like you come in and it's like the Red Sea parting and people just part. <laughs> it's very funny. Um, and I hold my own and I hold my ground and I'm overly, you know, um, I'm assertive. I'm, I'm open. I'm, I am who I am. I don't apologize for who I am. Anytime I usually go to these events, that's how I am. And it, and it rubs people the wrong way or whatever. And it's, it is what it is. Um, so they're telling me, you know, you can go and you can be who you are and make experiences, have experiences that are really good, but it may really stress you out. And it also may not be the right experience. What's the real reason you're going? That's the question. Spirit just said, what's the real reason you would go? And the real reason I would go is one, I want to support him because I really like him. Um, two, here's what's interesting when I want to talk about this whole podcast and it took me like 25 minutes to get to it. It, it's not trusting my intuition, right? I don't need to do this in order to have opportunity. I don't need to do this in order to meet my people, the in-between people. So I don't need to stress myself out, pack, come home, get put the dog back in boarding, you know, get the cats boarding, whatever, 
and then run out to another place and be surrounded by people that I may not like. But I know that I'll learn stuff that'll be really, really good for my business, but I can also learn it on my own. So yesterday I was like, I'm going to reach out and start making new friends. And I went into this one group. I'm in it's a free group. And I contacted two of the women in the group. They were both selling stuff. And I was interested in, I wrote up comments on both the things. And then I went and friended both of them. That's like, you know, I love the people that don't friend you back. It's really fun, but you got to do it. So I friended both of them, but I wrote both of them a message and I wasn't trying to sell them anything. I was just trying to get to know about them. The one woman comes back with rah, 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 selling me shit, nah, 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 you know, up my friggin' ass, not asking me really what I need, telling me how wonderful she is, how great she is. And she didn't accept my friend request. And I was like, oh, you want to sell me, but you don't want to get into a conversation. Number one, you don't have to accept my friend request. That's totally fine. I understand that. But number two, get to know me if you're going to sell me something. Really ask me what I'm looking to do. Don't just tell me how great you are. You never want to sell like that. The second woman, she was like, thank you so much for friending me. And she accepted my friend request. So she had an A plus there. But again, it's okay if you don't accept my friend request. I don't, I don't accept friend requests, so I get it. Um, but she really got into a conversation with me. She didn't push sales. We had this great conversation. I really liked her. I was like, you are lovely. And I was thinking about the product, but I decided it wasn't the right timing. So I'll do it again. And I said, you know, I'd love to jump on a call with you because what you offer, I know I could, I have people for you and I want to help you. And that's the type of person I am. I love to help people. I love bringing people together. I like connecting people. I'm a connector. So, um, so that's what it's selling me. So how do you do it for yourself? You can write down the, the things that you got for everything. How, what's the memory of it? How does it feel to you? Um, what's its purpose and look up the song lyrics and you can write that down on a piece of paper and read it out loud. And as you read it out loud, you'll probably get a better understanding of what your guides want you to know about it. So play with that. Let me know what you think about that trick. Let me know if you want more of this um, by commenting underneath the podcast and giving me a review and saying, Hey, I want more of that. And then I will, I will do more of that. So one of the things I wanted to talk about was intuition and your higher self and how important it is. And I'm definitely, my next level living course is my signature course. It is where my, all my focus is right now as I'm recording this podcast on September 12, 2023 at 5.15 PM. And it is what spirit woke me up with last week. Cause I have a lot of content. I have great content. Soul finder Academy is amazing. My membership for your soul. I have a whole library of incredible content in there from amazing teachers besides myself, like incredible teachers. And I struggle with like, I walked away from everything and I just worked with next level living, which I'm absolutely loving, absolutely loving. But I struggle with the content. I'm like, Oh, but these people that aren't ready for next level living, they would be great for this. They'd be great for that. And spirit woke me up the other day. And you'll, you heard that you're going to get this podcast after you listen to the channel session. So I did a personal channel session and you can hear what I, how I channel, which some of you are going to be like, she doesn't channel. And some of you are going to be like, Oh, that's really cool. That's how I do it. Um, so I like doing voices and I like making sounds. It just makes me feel happy. So they woke me up and they said, next level living, that's it. That's all your focus is. So I actually did away with strategy sessions. I'm recording this and I'm doing away with them probably today or Monday, the 18th. I'm deciding whether I want to give it one last, uh, just let people know I'm doing away with them. They're going to be VIP sessions, but really my main focus is next level living. I do have some private clients of coaching clients. And the reason why I share all this with you is because I'm really getting into people who are growing a business. Now there's about 25% in that course, in that program 
that are not growing a business. They're just growing a lifestyle and they find that it per works for them perfectly. But I'm very focused on helping people grow their business. And many of the people in there, like I've shared with you, I'm not doing a sales pitch. Trust me, it's going to go someplace. All right. People that were in a corporate field or in a business, and now they're looking to create their, their mission business, the thing that they love to do. And they have the finances from their business to be able to invest. And this program isn't, in my opinion, very expensive. So, but we all have our own little things around what's expensive and what's not. And that's cool. That's everybody's opinion. That's up to them. So um, I'm really getting into the higher self, which I have a free higher self thing that you can go to marilynalauria.com forward slash higher self. Um, and so I'm thinking of doing a paid workshop. So people who, one, they can get a feel of how I work and what the material is. And two, when you go into the higher self lesson, you're going to, that's the very first lesson in next level living. So you'll get a feel of how I teach. Some of the meditations are on this podcast. So you get a feel of how I teach. Um, but this, this paid thing that I want to do is diving a little bit deeper and teaching you how to use your higher self and your intuition to, uh, run a business and pivot a business and make business decisions and things like that. And it's for those people who want to test me out even more before they come into next level living. And it's for those of you who can't do it yet. And you just need some, a little bit of training, right? So it's really important that you get into this because this helps you to make major decisions. You just saw what I did with the retreat, which I'd already said no to, but I was playing with it again this morning because I'm recognizing I want to broaden my field. But I broadened my field yesterday by connecting with those two women. One, I said, see you later. The other one, we're going to get on a call together. And we just met. And I really liked her. So, and, I, and if I go into her group, which I'm not going to go into this time because I just, I have other groups that I should be like paid groups that I pay, that I've paid to be into that I need to start working with. But um, I definitely will go into it in the future because I think she's, she just seems really nice. So you need this skill set in order to do different things. So I put up a paid workshop. I was asking people if I taught a paid workshop on one topic below, and I'm going to show you how it goes wrong in a second, which one would interest you? And it was a, how to make major, let me try to speak, how to make major decisions for your business using your higher self and intuition, how to make major decisions for your business using your higher self and intuition. That was a B was how to use your higher self and intuition to create a business you love. And C is how to use your higher self to pivot your business at a crucial time into something you love. Now, what I didn't realize when I came up with these names is that they're all speaking to different audiences. And um, that's great because just I know my people really well on my Facebook, personal Facebook page. Um, I, I'm getting to know people on my business page. It's me on there. It's not some somebody else doing it. Um, I have some help with reels and stuff, but it's me on the pages. And um, the people that answered, I went, oh, wow, I didn't realize they're speaking to different audiences. So A is really speaking to the person who are already in the multiple six figures, right? It's how to make major decisions for your business using your higher self and intuition. But it could be for you too, because you're deciding to come into next level living. You're deciding to do private coaching with me. You're deciding to buy this marketing class, whatever it is, right? So it could be for that type of person. B is how to use your higher self and intuition to create a business you love. That's where a lot of my audience falls. They fall into it where they're looking to create a business they love and they really want to, they're just ready to step out and do it. Now, there's some people that aren't really ready to step out and do it. They think they are, but they're not. And there's so much I could say on this topic. I had a great conversation with the company that I use that does my tech, but they're also strategists. And um, we had a great conversation today about my uh, my ideal 
client, right? Because it's everything's pivoting and shifting and all that. It's actually not. Everybody in next level living is pretty much my ideal client. So the third one is how to use your higher self to pivot your business at a crucial time into something you love. That is for people like me who are in the multiple six figures who are having success at a business. It's starting to not be what you want to do anymore and you need to pivot. So that was what that one was for. That was what last year was for me where I was like, Ooh, I can't do membership anymore. It's not feeding my soul. This isn't fair. I can't do this. It's not fair to them. I don't not even showing up as much as I used to. And I closed the doors and then I sat there and went, Oh shoot. So, um, but really it B and C can be combined and a is pretty much kind of on its own. So the reason why I share this with you is because I was thinking about a couple of friends yesterday who made really big decisions in their life by relying on outside resources and they blew up in their face. And I was thinking about how important it is to be in touch with our higher self, which is your first guide. Your higher self is the easiest guide to be in touch with right away. I have a, some, a guide that walked in here. I could feel it. It's a man on my right. And he's got... Um, his hands on my shoulders. Uh, he's got his hand on my back and his and, and one hand on my shoulder. And um, he's just kind of like guiding me to the right. He kind of feels nice. He feels angelic. And uh, of course it's male to me just because that's dominance and uh, action oriented. It's so I understand male and female for me in um, the physical. So anyway, he just came in to help. So anyway, um, your higher self is your first guide because you usually have an idea of what they look like. And people struggle with seeing what their guides look like. So they struggle with communication with their guides. So that's why it's kind of an easy access point. And you can get that training at marilynalauria.com forward slash higher self. And then your intuition is so important. Your intuition could speak to many things. You could be, intuition to me is a separate gift. It's my, I say it's clairsentience. Clairsentience is different to other people. And it's probably different in this textbooks and everything. I could pull out my textbook and read the different um, definitions and there, there'll probably be a differing factor for me, intuition and clairsentience are together. So that's where I teach you are the instrument, because I, if you get into like, Oh, but so-and-so says it's gotta be blah, 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 blah. And I'm having a struggle with that. And I'm not doing it that way. Then you're going to struggle with your instrument, which is why like next month in next level living, I'm going to teach scrying, which is looking into a crystal ball. It's not something I'm an expert at, but I can teach it. I know I can teach it because my guides are teaching guides and we're going to play with it. Because there'll probably be some people in the group, and I don't know, maybe this time, I haven't tried it in like 15 years, maybe this time, and I can see things in things, so I know that my clairvoyancy is super freaking strong, that it might be a whole different experience for me now. But I know, like I was talking to somebody in Next Level Living, and I said, yeah, I'll teach scrying. I think that that would be a really great thing to learn since we're working with space and looking into space, um, and then you can see certain things that way. And um, so my whole point about this is, my gifts will separate, but they naturally do work together. And there's a layering process to them. So you want to kind of study them separately just to know your instrument and how you see, how you hear, how you feel, how you sense, how you know. And then when I'm tapping into my intuition, like if I'm tapping into my intuition about this conference, I don't want to say the person's name because I really like the person. My intuition is like, nah, you know, it'll be good if you go. It'll be good if you don't go. Do what's going to be best for your energy level. So I saw that, I felt it empathically, I intuitively knew it, and I also heard it. So I want you to work with your gifts so that you can intuit your life. So you can know who to work with, who not to work with, or if something goes awry, what to do with it. 
because things are going to go awry. People before 2020, everybody had this expectation of perfection. And I'm going to say that I teetered on it too. Oh, when you reach that pivotal point, when is it going to get better? Everything's going to be better. Where's the happy ending? And I got to tell you that all shifted after 2020. Perspective shifted. And what it is now is what do you do with the information that you have in front of you? How do you lead with intention, lead with focus, lead with what you desire in life, and then use the information and your guidance and your gifts to create a magical dance in this world? So I was just teaching in this meditation, the space between the space, right? And as we came out of the meditation, I can't, I can't do the meditation. I, I would never be able to do it because it's channeled through me. And I can hear some of you saying, whatever, it doesn't matter. I just think it's funny. I'm putting myself more out there because I've never released my channel sessions. People know how I read because I read um, on telesummits and stuff. And But I'm happy to get this out there. Like I have thousands of recordings and my guides are like, please get this out there. So anyway when they came back into the physical space, I talked to them about how the field of possibilities, they don't yet know what's in the field of possibilities. They think they know, but there's more than they know. And to allow every moment in time to inform that experience. So you get to use the symbol of the mic. You get to use your aunt calling you and bitching you out for some reason, right? You get to use every experience. And I wish I could remember the question I asked them to ask themselves. Might've been, how is this informing me? How is this moment informing me right now? Because if we did, I'm teaching them detachment too, right? So when you detach from an outcome, you get something even magical and greater. And you also make space within your existence to have something better step in. And I really like, as I move into a new audience, you know, um, I still have a lot of people that, and you may be like, where do I fall? I don't know where I fall. Some of you, some of you, it was really funny to me. You're not in the audience. You're in the audience of next level living, but you don't see yourself that way. You see yourself as the one who's still struggling. And then I've gotten to do strategy sessions with you guys. And I'm like, oh, you've got an incredible amount of magic inside of you that's just looking to get out. Does everybody have an incredible amount of magic in them? I believe they do. I believe it's just about getting conscious enough to it that it's yours to take and live and that you have it. So I, I don't sit here and go, this one's better than that one. That, I don't do that. I don't believe that we've been, I think we've been put on this earth with different awarenesses and it's up to us to get to the clearest truth about ourselves so that we can live our, uh, that our most enlightened life and, um, and live this life. So why am I saying all of this? Because I was thinking about, and I really want to be careful of how I tell this story. I was thinking about somebody I know who I'm actually not friends with anymore because I really like this person, but the conversations are way too, too out there for me. And I don't get into conspiracy theories and I don't get into this and that. And to me, some of that, some of you may believe in that stuff and I can't deny your truth and I wouldn't deny your truth. But for me, it feels very fear-based and anything that's fear-based that's coming at me I tend to do this with, I, I block it. You're not going to see this on the podcast. I put my hands up and you could say, well, you're afraid of it. Yeah, that could definitely possibly be. I'm not going to deny that, but it's also, I'm not going to allow that into my world. So if there's all these theories out there that are based in fear, why am I inviting that in to create more fear? So I tend to, and I'm not, you know me, I'm not like love, woo woo, woohoo, you know, unicorn ride, magic carpet riding type of person. I'm practical, but I always want to look for the space of, uh, positivity and love and optimism. 
And I want to create from that space, not from a space of fear, because many of us spiritual people are made up of a lot of fear. And when I was told years and years and years ago, when I was coming into my mediumship and channeling and psychic ability, and I was told by the first, one of the first people I worked with that I was full of fear. I didn't know what it meant. And I've, and I wish she gave me the tools. It doesn't matter. I went on my journey and now I know what that means. And I'm not going to invite fear in and create from a place of fear. You just can't. So this person, I was thinking about them yesterday and how they went outside themselves and they got bamboozled into something. And as they were talking to me, I was like, I don't trust this. You've got to check this out. And they wanted me to do a reading. And I was like, I'm not going to do a reading on this because you're not prepared to hear what they're going to say. And also I wasn't sure what my guides would say, because sometimes it's their highest, right? To go to that experience. And I've done this before. I was in with a client. She was partnering up with someone and my guides were telling her to watch out. They were saying, definitely watch out. She did not want to hear it. And in the deeper knowing in me that they did not let me say, not because they were holding a secret back, because they won't do that. I have no right to hold any secrets back from anyone. They, they weren't telling their person how it was going to be because they knew she had to have that experience. Because after that call, and this was a client I know very well, I said, why didn't you let me share that this is not going to go well? And they said, because she has to have this experience. And I, I was like, okay. And I did say what I had to say. I, I was like, this isn't going to work out. I don't think this is very good. I think you need to make sure you have a lawyer. You need to make have this and that, right? So I did give warnings because I had to. And that came through me. So anyway, this other person, she was making big decisions, selling this, moving here, putting this, moving everything to this foreign place of existence. And uh, it didn't turn out the way that the person wanted it to turn out like. And I thought about, and whatever, like I, I haven't been in contact with this person, so I don't know what beauty came out of it for her, for them. And I'm sure it was a beautiful, magnificent experience because I know that they know how to transmute those things and, and that's great. But what it made me realize yesterday is how important it is that people read for themselves because if you can't get a big answer like that and then to navigate that journey when you're there and things are like, what? What the F did I do? You need to navigate that through your intuition and your higher self. And then you need to navigate the next step, right? And, and this person did what they had to do in order to take care of themselves. And I'm glad that they did because I care about them. So you could say that, um, like I knew my move here. I moved someplace that I didn't know a soul. Um, I had to get out of LA. I was like, <laughs> of course, the video shows more than the sounds of how I had to get out of LA. I came here, it was so difficult, so difficult, but it was so, it was so worth, I don't want to say it was worth the experience because I got to tell you, it was so friggin' difficult, but it taught me so much and I'm so grateful for it. Not once did I say, I wish I didn't leave LA. Not once did I say, I regret moving here. Not once did I say that. Not once did I feel that not once. Sometimes I missed the house I had in LA because it was gorgeous, absolutely beautiful. But that is it. And this house is beautiful. It's just a hillside house with the dogs and everything it hasn't been the best. You know, it was great for the first five years I was here, but, um, but this house is beautiful. I have a beautiful view. It's, it's perfect. It's great. 
but never have I said, I regret it. And then I had to navigate the decision with my guides, with my intuition. And I understood they taught me all through the way. Now I did reach out for help too. I had um, beautiful Dana Middleton, you know, she does EFT tapping and she's a good friend of mine. We would do some tapping around it, right? So she would help me to see clearly. I've hired different therapists. I've hired different coaches, hired different people. And I've gone to my guides to understand what this experience has been about. And it's taught me so much. And what's interesting now, bringing you to the rest of the story, is the the grace that I'm experiencing this place with, the beauty, the presence with um, Micah's passing, which is still so hard for me. I um, got into this very present place and I found myself in a place of, and I think I shared this before, it was a place of real I can't remember the word I used. It wasn't ease, but it's a place of real settled. I was settled. And all of a sudden I was settled in my life. And I'd been settled here once before. And I've had this experience once before, because I remember saying to John Burgos, I feel settled. And he's like, what's, you know, tell me about that. And so I felt, I feel really settled in a way and not in a bad way. It's a very peaceful way. It's like, I'm seeing the beauty and I'm starting to really enjoy this place and I'm starting to enjoy all my experiences in it. And now like I have friends and I went and got my haircut in town, which was so easy. I just had to drive down to the little town and she lived here her whole life. And we talked about the town and I love living in a small town. I love the police department's been very good to me. You know, all these different experiences of living here. It's beautiful here. The food is amazing. My neighbors were so nice, but Micah's passing and sending me cards and checking in on me and people were checking in on me and um, the tennis I'm playing and everything. And I, f- I feel really good. And am I staying here? I don't think so. But as I continue to explore, but it's a different place to be, right? So I understand why I came here. I've shared that before and I'm not going to share it right now because this podcast that I said is going to be short. It's already 46 minutes. I shared that experience. I shared, um, and I'll share it more like why, but the reason I'm sharing all this with you is because through the difficult moments, I was able to navigate the experience and understanding of them to grow to a deeper, into deeper ways, into bigger depth because of the work with my higher self and my intuition. And I want to really invite you into doing that work too. And if you enjoy working with me, I invite you definitely to come work with me at Next Level Living. Not everybody can, it's not right for everybody. So you have to fill out a thing. It's marilynaloria.com forward slash next. Or when I do these paid workshops, um, you should join my website, marilynaloria.com if you want to know about them. And come learn some stuff from me. I mean, obviously the podcast is a free forum. So I try to teach as much as I can here for the people that, this is all they can do. And I'm happy to be able to do that. And my YouTube channel has other things on there. We're going to really start growing the YouTube channel with other things. So you can go to Marilyn Aloria and join my YouTube channel because we're going to be playing with that. But um, so I just really, really want to invite you into that conversation. So my last story. So on, I'm not telling you something that's going on in my life right now because I'm not ready to. It is on my social media already. Um, but something was going on and it's, 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 you know, it's been a, a whirlwind of the past three months with everything with Micah and the, having to call the cops with the handyman and having the lift built and Venus, Venus is riding the lift and freaking loving it. And that video is on social media too. 
And, um, but different things have been going on that have put me in a bit of stress and anxiety. And I was at the tennis court on Sunday and I brought Venus with me and, um, I, lo I, I locked the key in my car. At least I thought I did. And this woman that I played tennis with, um, she was, I was like, don't worry about it. I have the car thing. I'm going to call the car dealership. I have the, um, the towing thing with them. I'll call them. You could go just, and I was beside, I was like a little in the anxious moment. And, um, she was like, no, I'll wait. And I was like, no, 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 go. I'll be fine. And she said, well, I said, I'll call it, call an Uber if I have to go home and get the key. And she's like, well, you can call me. I live close by. And so I went into the tennis court and I called the dealership and they were like, no, we, you can't do this. You're going to have to do that. Call them. And I was trying to figure it out. I thought I could do it from my app on my phone. And, and they were like, you can't. And so I, I left the tennis court and I went back to my car to try to figure out what I was going to do or how I was going to handle the situation. And there was this car there with a woman in it. And she's like, are you okay? And I look up and I was like, yeah, I was just about to tell her the story. And it was my friend. I didn't even recognize her. That's how much I was in my space of what am I going to do? And I was like, oh my goodness, you waited for me. And she goes, of course, I wanted to make sure you're okay. And I was like, can you take me home? I need to go get the key. And she's like, yes. And, and I live far from the courts, you know, I'm up in the hills. So she drove me 30 minutes here. We had a great little conversation. Uh, I called my neighbor right away. I said, could you leave the key outside? Cause she had my, cause my house keys locked in the car now. She had my house key. So I get my key from the neighbor. I go inside, I get the car key. We get back in the car. We drive 30 minutes back to the court. And, um, I open up the car and I check my jacket and the key's not there. And I'm like, Oh darn, those keys are expensive. I'm like, where is that key? And then I remembered where the key was. It was on top of the water thing. And I felt so bad because she just spent like an hour and a half with me driving me and taking care of me. And I was like, thank you so much. I'm so sorry. And I knew it was a real lesson to pause. I did not pause. I reacted. I reacted for reasons that Venus is healing. There's stuff going on. I wanted to make sure she was okay. I get very like around my dogs. Like if, even if she was home, I'd be even more anxious. I'm glad she was with me, but I didn't want, she couldn't exercise. I needed to make sure she was okay. I didn't want to have her out in the court. Um, I don't really care about myself. It's usually my animals. And I was like, man, you've got to learn to pause. And, and you would have remembered where the key was probably. But the other thing that it got me was look at what this beautiful friend who I've had things with did for me. And that is like, I'm opening up to allowing people the space to be who they are and letting them show up how they show up and not wanting to change them. I had this conversation with a good friend of mine who listens to this podcast. And I said, you know, we have to stop comparing these people to our friend. We have really strong friendships for years. I have friendships for over 40 years. I'm still in touch with people from when I was 13. Um, still in touch with my MTV friends, my LA friends. These friendships span years, years. And I get into this thing where I meet new people and I compare them to these solid friendships I have. And it's not fair. And so I said to my friend, we, we can't do that. We have to let people show up how they show up and decide if it's okay. And in the beginning, it wasn't okay here because it was pretty nasty at times. It was pretty mean at times, but I think we all found our footing with each other. I was like, I'm too much for people. Sometimes I knew when I moved to Marin, I said this to my LA friends that I just met and I was just becoming friends with them. I had, I had LA friends. I had a ton of friends in LA, but I said, they're not going to know what to do with me in Marin. And this one woman who was uh, an attorney who I used to call her a bitch on the court. And she's a tough woman. And she was like, you're the only person I'll let do that. 
she said, oh, they'll, they'll be fine with you because they got my personality. My personality is not tiny. And, um, but they didn't, they didn't. So I was walking on eggshells. They were probably walking on eggshells. We were just getting to know each other. It was such a good experience. And what I'm learning is like, I like these people. I really like them. I like playing tennis with them. I like, I even like the imperfections in all of us. I like that we give each other space now. Now it took years for us to get to know each other in this way. But, and I think, you know, and like I said, I've never had this experience before. I've gone into new situations all the time and I always make friends and I make friends that last usually my lifetime so far, right? And then continue on. But it was a really good experience because I had to be alone in the beginning. I had to just rely I moved up here because I wanted no obligations. I was so exhausted from feeling obligated from the work that I was doing as a reader and a medium and a channeler. And I was exhausted from family and I was exhausted from friends don't really put obligations on me. My friends are very, they know that if they ask me like that, that would not work for my friendships, but I was just so tired. I wanted to be alone. So I moved to a place, not even realizing this is what I wanted. And then COVID happened. And I was alone and it was good. I needed it. I needed to just walk the hills with my dogs, my beautiful dogs, and just be with them and be with myself and be with my guides and get to this next level of my teaching. I wouldn't have done that with all that noise. And now I'm there and I can embrace the surroundings and embrace the experience and also set up a better experience for the next place I go. So what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is spend time with your higher self because your higher self always knows the moments in between, always knows them and knows why they're showing up for you and how to help you to navigate them with ease and grace, love, lessons, expansion, and growth. I would love for you all to title. I wish you were all live with me because that's the way you feel right now when I'm saying this. Gotta be like, okay, title this podcast for me because that's what I'm going to have to come up with next. Anyway, thank you so much for being you because you give me the opportunity to share my guide's gifts with all of you. And I don't take that for granted at all. I think it's incredible. Um, so thank you. Thank you. And remember, please, please, please. It would be so great if you rate, reviewed and subscribed and shared this podcast. I really want to get it out to more people. I'm hearing from so many of you how much it's helping you that I would love for you to share it. Get out of the closet. Let people know you listen to this wacky chick from Brooklyn. And maybe they'll find humor in it. Maybe it'll open a door for them. Maybe it'll help them in some way. Thank you so much for being you. That's what I said to everybody in the next level living the meditation. Um, I, I'm not going to remember exactly, but I'm going to say to you, all of you, thank you for being you. Acknowledge yourself for showing up in your life, for doing the work and being who you are. And thank you so much for letting me get to know you, even if it's just energetically in this space. Sending you so much love. Thank you.